0: Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome, everyone. This is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful that you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hey, friends. Today, we're going to talk about building holiday traditions you can take anywhere. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I am very big on finding ways to connect with the people around you, finding ways to connect with your family. And finding what works for you. This is going to be a follow up and a continuation of that same message. So, how do you decide how you're going to celebrate the holidays and what traditions you can build for your family that go with you anywhere? Because as military families, we move a lot and we need to have things that can be flexible, just like our lifestyle. But first, I want to give a quick thank you from our sponsor, Armed Forces Bank. We cannot do what we do here at the Mill Housing Nation podcast without all of their support to bring this content to all of you, our listeners. Now, let's dive right in and talk about the holidays. Obviously, if you are listening in real time, you are going to hear that this episode is coming out between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so we are in the thick of it. If you are listening much later, then this will give you some ideas to get ready for the next holiday season. But one of the biggest things in deciding the holiday traditions that you can take anywhere is deciding which of the traditions from your past you're going to keep, right? When we think about building our families, we have a family we came from. We have parents and siblings or grandparents or whomever we grew up with. And then now we're the adults of the family, which is also very strange. And sometimes I feel like another adult should be more adult than me and be in charge. But the fact remains, my spouse and I get to decide what we want to bring from our past. Do we want to follow his family's tradition, my family's tradition, something else that we've learned along the way, so that's the first thing is deciding what of those traditions do you want to keep? The reality is that as we move around, as we join a new family, right? My, my husband has lots of traditions that I was not a part of. So as we decide what from his family, what from my family, and what is going to actually work for our new family with our children, we get to decide what we're going to keep. And sometimes those can be difficult conversations, but we can't do all of it. We can't do every tradition I had and every tradition he had and do it in the same ways that we experienced when we still lived with our parents when we were children. So the first thing you need to do is decide which traditions you want to keep and how realistic they are, right? If you have a tradition of going to your grandmother's house for Christmas Eve, that might not be realistic for every single Christmas, but maybe when you're home for Christmas, at that particular side of the family, then that can be part of the tradition. You know, when we go to mom's side of the family, we visit grandma's house on Christmas Eve, right? So you can still bring in that tradition without having the every year commitment to it. So again, first step is deciding which traditions you're going to keep and how mobile they are. Because this episode, we're talking about traditions you can take anywhere. So how realistic is it to be traveling, you know, back to your hometown and going to grandma's house for Christmas Eve? Uh, that was never a tradition of mine, but I've heard that many families do that. Like my husband's family, that was one for them. And then you also have to plan your budget for Christmas. Now, this is very realistic, and I know that it doesn't sound exciting, but Christmas is a really easy time to blow that budget, to use credit cards, to spend more than we're expecting. So when you go in, you know, maybe a month or two or, or a quarter or a year ahead, however that, that looks for your family, but deciding what those finances are going to look like, What you want to spend on each person, that's really going to help set you up for success and take the stress out of the holiday season, knowing that you are doing what works for your family, still buying those gifts that you want to get, but also doing so in a way that's respectful to your family and to your budget. And with that budget, you know, sort of working backwards, once you have a budget, you can figure out whether or not you can travel to different locations. Can you travel home? Do you have the finances and the logistics to get yourself to another location? and also keep in mind presents if you are thinking about travel. We traveled one year over actual Christmas and everybody did all the presents and we did all the presents and we brought presents and we we brought our children's presents with us, plus the family presents, plus brought everything home and you guys it almost didn't fit in the car. It was very stressful trying to figure out how we were going to get everything home. And so that was a really good learning experience for us to decide what is realistic over the holidays for travel, especially when it comes to Christmas and presents. And you can also be thinking about different things from your childhood. Maybe it was something that's not on a particular day, but maybe a a routine that you had, right? Driving around the neighborhood, listening to Christmas music, looking at Christmas lights. Most places that we go, even in the military community, will have a military installation or something like that where we can drive around and still do that. So it might not be in the same time as it was before. Maybe I know when I was a kid, we would go to Christmas Eve church with my parents and then look at Christmas lights on the way home. Well, where we live now and my children are younger, a Christmas Eve service is late enough that we are not looking at Christmas lights afterwards, right? I need these kids to get in bed because I have to finish last minute wrapping all the presents and getting them under the tree. So think of some of those traditions. Maybe now we don't listen to Christmas music and drive around for lights after Christmas Eve service. We do it on another night just for fun that we after dinner put on our pajamas and we go drive around in our pajamas with hot chocolate, right? So we can create these traditions and be flexible with them, that they don't have to fall the exact same way that they did when we were kids. So again, when you're thinking about traditions that can move with you, you can take anywhere. Think of what you want to keep from your past, from your childhood. What things do you really have that emotional attachment to? And then maybe some things that you're going to leave in your hometown, and those will be special things if you get home for the holidays, but it's not going to be a part of your commitment to every year. And of course, like I said, making sure that you are planning a budget. Now our partner, Armed Forces Bank, is a great way to start planning out that budget. They have lots of products and services that can help you keep track of your spending and prepare for your future. So let's pause for a moment and hear a quick message from them a full-service military bank committed to serving those who served since 1907. Armed Forces Bank provides a vast array of affordable and easily accessible financial products to both active and retired military and civilian clients in all 50 states and across the world. When you're in the military, your needs are different, and your banking should be too. That's why, no matter where you are stationed in the world, Armed Forces Bank strives to make everything from banking solutions to financial advice personal, valuable, and convenient for you with numerous services, including online and mobile banking tools to help you bank on your schedule. All right, everybody, welcome back. Again, thanks to Armed Forces Bank for being our partner and helping us bring this content into you today. Now, we already talked about how to sort of decide what traditions you're gonna keep, right? Different things to think about as you are deciding on traditions that you can take anywhere for the holidays. Now, the fun part is choosing the new ones. Now, for me, that means that we picked up some of my husband's traditions, right? Those were new for me. But also, you can think about different things that maybe are outside of your family. I know on one of the previous episodes of this podcast, we talked about Friendsgiving and how my family, we have shorter Thanksgiving breaks. And so we don't travel for Thanksgiving. Typically we will host a Friendsgiving with lots of friends, especially being stationed far away from home, being overseas. We do Friendsgiving. And then if we can, we travel over Christmas and the summer holiday, but we do friendsgiving with neighbors and the people that we are living life with in each location. That's a fun new tradition for us that we get to take anywhere, right? It's just finding friends to have a big meal with. Another fun new tradition that we have adopted. We have three of the five people in my family have birthdays in the eight weeks after Christmas. Uh, and my daughter is three months before Christmas. So that September to February is a really stressful time for me for presents. For me as the mom and as the wife, but it was difficult for us to decide how do we differentiate between all of this hype for Christmas and birthday presents, right? Keeping in the spirit of the season and it's not about presents, but then we turn around and give you presents. So how do we uh, differentiate between those two different events? One thing we have started doing in our family is we have four gifts for Christmas and we do something they want, something they need, something to wear and something to read. We keep it very simple from mom and dad. Now, nanas and papas and and all of the grandparents and the great-grandparents and the aunts and uncles, they shower the kids and that is fine. But from mom and dad, we do four simple gifts and then we turn around a week later and we start with birthdays and we really go all out for birthdays and we make sure that our children know that that day is all about them. We are celebrating them, them being alive, them being in our family. That is their day. But Christmas, we keep very simple. Also, we have told our children, our family is one that believes in Santa and We've told them that mom and dad coordinate with Santa. Santa only brings things that parents approve of. That's why different families get different things from Santa. We have asked Santa to bring us a family gift, something that we can enjoy together. So rather than getting tons and tons of things from Santa, we ask for something that can help pull us together, a game, a trampoline, a basketball goal, but something really big, a trip to Disney World. Like something big that we can do together. And that has worked really, really great. And we have always made sure to thank Santa for his willingness to bring our family together around one common present, one common activity, one common thing that we can be doing with each other in the spirit of the holiday season. Thankfully, we are a family that can get the things that we need throughout the year. So if my children need basketball shoes or if they need, you know, soccer cleats, obviously my mind is thinking of shoes that my children need. But those sorts of things we can get as we go. So we can really ask Santa to bring us that special fun thing for just our family. And those are two things that we've adopted that were not part of our growing up is having four gifts for Christmas and then Santa bring a family toy or a family experience. But all of this has only been possible with really, really open and honest communication. And when I say open and honest, that also means being willing to have your toes stepped on. Right. It's kind of easy for us to say, hey, that tradition you have, I don't like. But it's, it's harder to receive that from your partner, from your spouse, from the other members of your family of, hey, that that thing that you really love doesn't work well for us. So you have to be willing to have really difficult conversations about what works best for your family and also stand up to those other family members outside of your home who might be offended that you're not coming home or that you're not keeping their tradition, right? So you have to sort of decide as a team what works for your family and then be confident in that and stand with that and say, hey, this is what we've decided works best for us. Because ultimately, while we still have these memories and this nostalgia for the traditions we had growing up, we're creating new traditions for our children. And as family that moves around a lot, as a military family, I can't rely on always being in the same location to go to the same, the same service or the same live nativity scene or the same uh, neighborhood for Christmas lights. So we have to create a focus for us on the season, on the giving, and on the time together in a way that when our children look back at Christmas, they'll remember that no matter where we were, these were the things that were consistent. We'll find Christmas lights to drive around and see. We will find a way to have Santa bring us some sort of family activity. We keep the focus on Christmas and the spirit of the season and why we celebrate, and then we go all out for birthdays. And this is something that I want them to carry forward with them, and it gives them that flexibility as they grow to choose what works for them. Again, when you're deciding these traditions that you can take anywhere, first thing you need to do is decide which traditions you're going to keep from your past that maybe can still move around with you, but then also choosing new things, things that fit with your budget, things that fit with your lifestyle, things that fit with the priorities of your family and then move forward in confidence with those. And of course, as always, open and honest communication, being willing to say when something's not working, being willing to hear when something isn't working, and move forward together with that spirit of family, that spirit of togetherness, and that spirit of celebrating the holidays together. I hope that this blessed you guys this week, and enjoy the holiday season if you are listening during the holiday season. If you're outside of the holiday season listening to this episode, then please feel free to get in the holiday spirit and start thinking about what you want the next year to look like and maybe start talking to your family or making those budget plans and looking forward to what you can do to ultimately alleviate some of that stress and help you enjoy that time with your family. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends. We appreciate the feedback and comments you share with us as we support our military community. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you always have a community no matter where you are stationed.